Hello and welcome to the Mindful Kind podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cable, author of the Mindful Kind book, mindfulness teacher and blogger at rachelcable.com. Each week, this podcast will bring meaningful tips, tools and strategies so you can manage stress and live more mindfully in the modern world. Hello and welcome to episode 306 of the Mindful Kind podcast. I'm really excited to dive into this episode about unmet needs and how to deal with them in compassionate ways. This is one of the key things I took away from my most recent session with my psychologist, and I thought it might be helpful to share on this episode too. If you've been listening to The Mindful Kind for a while, you'll already know I'm a big believer in seeking extra support, and I've been seeing a psychologist for a few years now, and it's been incredibly helpful for me. So from what I understand, unmet needs are things that we need in our lives that we didn't get or that we still don't get. There can be really important needs like safety and love that if we don't get, especially in our younger years, these unmet needs can still influence us years later. For example, I was doing some research and found that children whose caregivers or parents were detached or critical could have an unmet need for approval and appreciation from others. They didn't receive approval or genuine praise as a child, basically their need for approval was unmet, and as they grew up they felt compelled to people-please and work really hard to seek approval to compensate for what they missed out on. Unfortunately, people-pleasing can potentially lead to anxiety, stress and burnout. So unmet needs can be really quite complex and I think most people are likely to have at least a couple of unmet needs. I don't think it's possible for every single need we have to be met at every stage of our lives. However, one of the things that I talked about with my psychologist was how to deal with unmet needs, both from the past and in the present. We talked about some of the unmet needs I've had and how they might be impacting me now. And one of the strategies that we talked about was dealing with unmet needs in self-compassionate ways. So just for an example, I was a really quiet kid. I didn't talk about my feelings or share much about my inner world with anyone except for what I wrote in my journals. I thought I didn't want to share my vulnerabilities or mistakes or big feelings with anybody, but keeping those things to myself created an unmet need of validation. I don't have many memories of talking about my feelings or receiving reassurance that my feelings and thoughts were okay or normal, and the more I avoided talking about those things, the more alone I felt. Honestly, it's only in the last few years that I've started to feel really comfortable talking about my feelings, even with the people I'm close to, but the more I've done it, the more I've felt that need for validation is getting met. And there are certain people who I've learned are really great at holding space for me to talk about how I feel and validating my emotions. I have a few close friends I love talking to, my partner Jack is really open-minded about emotions, and I really enjoy talking to my psychologist too. However, this isn't a perfect world and sometimes I don't get the validation I need, and that's totally okay. For whatever reason, my need for validation hasn't been met. Maybe I didn't communicate that need properly. Maybe I asked for validation from someone who wasn't able to give it. Maybe I just didn't have access to someone to talk to at the right time. But whatever happened, my need for validation didn't get met. This is when it can be really important to deal with an unmet need in a compassionate way. It's unrealistic to expect that every important need we have will be met when we want it to be met, but having an unmet need can also be really challenging. You might feel alone or unheard or upset, 
and it can be really important that you take good care of yourself. So let's dive into some compassionate ways to deal with unmet needs. The first compassionate way to deal with an unmet need is to use self-soothing touch. And this is a big one for me because I find physical touch really reassuring and comforting. I like to just wrap my arms across my chest like I'm giving myself a hug or placing a hand over the center of my chest. The thing about unmet needs is they can hurt a bit sometimes, which is why it can be really nice to do something reassuring for yourself. And the second compassionate way to deal with an unmet need actually builds on the first one. So when I'm using self-soothing touch, I also like to engage in encouraging self-talk. So I might place a hand over the center of my chest and say in my mind, it's okay, Rach, I know it's tough right now, but you're doing a great job. Or even though you're hurting a bit right now, you'll get through this. These two simple strategies can really be so powerful. They allow you to give yourself the kindness and compassion and comfort that you deserve when you're dealing with an unmet need. The next thing I like to do is to make a plan to try and get my need met in the future. For example, if I'm feeling unvalidated, who could I talk to in order to potentially get that need met? If love is my unmet need, can I do something to show self-love or spend time with someone who helps me feel supported? If security is my unmet need, what can I do to feel more secure? This might involve creating a budget to support myself better financially or communicating in a relationship to develop a greater sense of connection and stability. Making some kind of plan is important because it shows that you're not willing to let that important need go unmet. You're ready to do some work to figure out the best way to get that need met because you deserve that. I think for a long time I resisted meeting my needs because I didn't care enough about myself. I didn't feel like I mattered enough to figure out what my greatest needs were and to find ways to fulfill those needs. And it wasn't great for my well-being in a lot of different ways, but mostly because I continued to struggle when I didn't need to. I continued feeling like I wasn't worth it and that my needs didn't matter that much and that I'd get over it and become more resilient without acknowledging my needs. But it didn't work like that. It just postponed dealing with those feelings and those needs. I think if I'd started prioritizing my needs sooner, well, honestly, I think my mental health and well-being could have benefited sooner as well. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to unmet needs is learning how to identify them and working through them with someone who you trust, who also has the knowledge and experience to support you through that process. One of the tricky things about unmet needs is they're not always easy to see. When I was chatting with my psychologist last week, I didn't go into the session saying, I've got this unmet need and I'd like to figure out what to do. I went into the session saying, I've been feeling a bit anxious more than usual lately. A few things happened in my life recently that were hard for me to deal with and I'd just love to talk about it all. It wasn't until we'd been talking for a while that my psychologist helped me identify an unmet need and then figure out what I could do about it. And this is why I really believe in having good quality support and a safe space to talk. It gives you the chance to identify things, especially complex things like unmet needs, and workshop new ideas and feel heard. If seeking support is something you've been thinking about, but maybe you aren't sure where to start, I highly recommend the sponsor of this episode, BetterHelp. When you sign up with BetterHelp, you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist, so you can start communicating in less than 48 hours. And because it's all done online, you can access BetterHelp no matter where you are in the world. 
You can message your therapist and schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And I think having this high level of consistent support can be so meaningful, especially if you're going through a challenging time. Head over to trybetterhelp.com forward slash the mindful kind to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and I'll pop the link in the show notes for you too. Again, that link is trybetterhelp.com forward slash the mindful kind. I know I felt a bit nervous when I spoke with a therapist for the first time, so please feel free to send me a message or an email if you'd like to hear some reassurance or learn more about my own experience. Even now, I still get a bit nervous before a session with my psychologist. I'm not sure why, but afterwards, I'm always so glad that I did it. I've learned so much about myself and felt genuinely supported through some really difficult times in my life. I really hope you've enjoyed learning more about unmet needs and how to deal with them in self-compassionate ways. Just to recap, I think it's important to keep in mind that we all face unmet needs at different times and there's nothing at all wrong with you if you're going through this. The key strategies that I use to deal with unmet needs in self-compassionate ways include engaging in self-soothing physical touch, using kind self-talk and making an action plan to look after my unmet needs. And I do think it can be really helpful to work with a therapist or mental health professional throughout this process too. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week, Mindful Kind. Mm-hmm.